Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Talk Recorded live. James. Yo, James. Hello. Oh, okay, you there. All right. Hold on a second, man, because I think they're messing with my shit, man. Give me a second. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tweak this a little bit. They're doing something to my phone, man. Because I kept saying hello right now, and I heard you, but you didn't hear me. Yeah, I'll, I'll just start recording the call now. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'll I'll give you a minute see if you can fix it and and then I'll I'll start from the beginning. All right. Yeah, then they're definitely messing with that. I mean they they're constantly uh, cutting it out. You can hear a strange noise, like a crackling noise. I don't know if you can hear that. Apologies to any anyone listening to this, but they have, they have been uh, messing with the uh, phones tonight. Phones keep cutting out, so I'll start you if you. All right, yo, I'm back, man. Yeah, man, they yeah. like they definitely messing. But yeah, I'll, I'll continue yeah. reading. Uh, well, begin reading this. Uh, so yeah, tonight. Pardon me for that, brother. You know what I'm saying? Pardon me for that uh, technical difficulty. They're messing with the phones and uh, it's happening both ends of with the phones. But yeah, okay, so I'll, I'll just be reading this. Like, uh, okay, so this is the a Google patent. It's an official US patent for basically remote neural monitoring. This was made in, uh, patent was put in in 1974, 08 to the 5th. Inventor is Robert G. Malek. Search this on say that this is national because it's a real. Uh, basically, I'll be reading what it is and what it can do. So, apparatus and method for remotely monitoring, altering brainwaves. Apparatus for method of sensing brain waves are positioned from a subject whereby electromagnetic signals of different frequencies are simultaneously transmitted to the brain of the subject here with one another to yield a waveform modulated by the subject's brain waves. Here is waveform which is representative of the brain wave activity by the brain to a receiver. Modulated waveform is then displayed for visual viewing. Visual viewing. And actually, I don't think this means they can see what's on your mind, but it means 
be basically your brainwave pattern. They can see what's on your mind, but it, they have to code uh, it. It's like basically getting the data, like on a hard drive on a computer, that you can't see what's on the hard drive. It has to be coded. That's basically what they do, but it's displayed on a... It says here anyway, it's a modulated waveform. It's then displayed for visual viewing, routed to a computer for further processing and analysis. Modulated waveform also can be used to produce a back to the brain to affect a desired change in electrical activity therein. Cool. Brainwave pattern and transmit into your brain. So, let's hear detecting, measuring, or recording for diagnosis by means of electric currents or magnetic fields, measuring using microwaves or radio waves. Terahertz waves, not heard of them, I'm not sure what they The description, background of the invention. Hold my mouth. Probably them. But anyway, uh, they can actually do that stuff. But yeah, background of the invention. Medical science has found brain waves be a useful barometer of organic functions. Measurements of electrical activity in the brain have been instrumental in detecting physical and psychic disorder. Measuring stress, determining sleep patterns, and monitoring body metabolism. Present art for measurement of brain waves employs electro electroencephalographs, probes with sensors which are attached to the skull of the subjects under study at points proximate to the region of the brain being monitored. Electrical contact between the sensors and apparatus employed to process the detected brain waves polarity of wires extending from the sensors to the apparatus. It's basically talking about what they have to do. Basically, it's what is shown to you. What they use, you know, this is all tech but it's still used because of the high tech stuff is classified you know this is basically what you see in a hospital where they'll attach cables brain to up on their uh, brainwave pattern so it says here the necessity for physically attaching and measuring apparatus to the subject imposes se uh, several limitations on the measurement process the subject may experience discomfort particularly if the measurements are to be made over extended periods of time. His body movements are restricted, genuinely confined to the immediate vicinity of the measuring apparatus. Furthermore, measurements cannot be made while the subject is conscious or his awareness. The readiness of the measurements is also limited. Finite number of probes employed to monitor local regions of brainwave activity from the observation of the total brainwave profile in a single time. of the invention. The present invention relates to apparatus and a method for monitoring brainwaves where all components of the apparatus employed are remote from the test subject. That's the remote part of neural monitoring because neural is your brainwave. Basically, this is the first remote neural monitoring device. So, um, 
more specifically, high-frequency transmitters are operated to radiate electromagnetic energy different capable of scanning the entire brain as a test subject or any desired region thereof. Signals of different frequencies penetrate the skull of the subject and in fields and interference waves modulated by radiations brain's natural electrical activity. Modulated interference wave is retransmitted by the brain by an antenna to remote station wave process to provide a profile of the subject's brain waves. In addition to passively monitoring his brain waves, subject's neurological processes may be affected by transmitting to his brain. Compensating signals, latter signals can be derived from the received and processed brain waves. Objects of the invention. Therefore, the object of the invention to remotely monitor electrical activity in the entire brain affected local regions that offer a single measurement. Above object is the monitoring of the subject's brain wave perception of electromagnetic waves. Still another object is to monitor brain wave activity from a position remote from the subject. Above object is to provide a method and apparatus for affecting brain wave activity by transmitting electromagnetic signals. Description of the drawing. Firm Furbolgers and invention will appear from the following description. Accompanying drawings which form part of the instrument specification and which are to be read in conjunction with error and in This is kind of some technical stuff, so actually I'll read it, but some of it might get too technical, so I might skip it because I don't understand everything. Going to the drawing specifically, Fig 1, a high frequency transmitter produces two electromagnetic wave signals through suitable coupling directed by the antenna to the skull of the subject being examined. Travel independently, penetrate the skull, and impinge upon the tissue of the brain. Within the tissue of the brain, the signals combine much in the manner of, con of a conventional mixing process, each section of the brain having a different modulating action. The resulting waveform of the two signals has its greatest amplitude when the two signals are exactly 180 out phase. The combination produces a form of minimum amplitude. The amplitudes of the two signals transmitted to the subject are maintained at identical levels. The resulting interference waveform absent influences of external radiation may be expected to assume zero intensity. Interference occurs, the number of such points being equal to the difference in frequency. However, interference by radiation from electrical activity within the brain causes the waveform resulting from interference of the two transmitter signals vary from the expected by the brain waves. I believe that this is due to the fact that brain waves produce electric charges. Why? It's all very technical, but I think there's a lot to read. More than I thought, actually, but it's very 
times 50. Get this bit. Basically, telling you how it works, you know. Tells you exactly how it works. Yeah, I wanted to um, ask you, what do you think about me bringing up the scenario that we were talking about off the record before in regards to how the technology is used and deployed on us and the uh, thought implants in us, the implant thoughts for us to do certain actions. For example, the situation with me going for that walk that particular night. Want me to just add that on to the... Uh, yeah, can do. Is it okay if I just read this first? Uh, George, oh, oh, I thought you finished. I thought you were done. No, 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 there's there's a lot more than I thought. I thought there was oh. a little bit. Well, there's, there's quite a lot. All right. Yeah, that's like I've All right. No problem, bro. My bad. My bad, man, for interrupting. I thought you were done, bro. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's just getting very technical, and I don't want to read because I'm going to be reading a lot. I'm just reading the bits that kind of you can understand, because I can't understand all of it. It's very scientific and stuff. A profile, it says a profile of the entire brainwave emission pan may be monitored or select areas of the brain may be observed in a single measurement. An angle and direction of the antenna. There's no physical contact. I mean, that's the big part. There's no physical contact between the subject and the monitoring apparatus. So, like we were talking about earlier, they can just do this without even touching it. You know what I mean? The computer can also determine a compensating waveform brain to alter the natural brain waves in a desired fashion. Desired fashion, you know, whichever way they want. Closed loop compensating system permitting. basically it's basically telling you exactly how it works I'll read this bit because actually no I haven't read this this is basically talking about what it can do exactly what it can do so it says Brainwave monitoring apparatus comprising means for producing a base frequency signal. First signal having a frequency related to that of the base frequency and a predetermined phase related. And transmitting both said base frequency and said first signals to the brain of the subject being monitored. Second signal transmitted by the brain of the subject being monitored in the Mixing means for producing from said base frequency signal. I think, I think basically what that means is it's transmitting something into your brain, and then that makes your brain transmit. Basically, from the electromagnetic field, it I think it makes your brain transmit a signal as well and then it picks up on it. I think that's basically what it's talking about. There's probably more scientific explanation than that, but that's basically what I'm getting from it. Yeah, I 
I'm wrong. It says something like it's transmitting two electromagnetic energy signals at different frequencies to the brain. But yeah, that's ba that's basically it. I mean, there's a lot of stuff to read. It says here the con individual components of the system for monitoring and controlling brainwave activity may be of conventional type, commonly employed in radar systems. So this shit could be installed in radars, you know, in military radars. When you see the radar spinning around, you know, like an airport or something like that, it makes you wonder spinning around to radiate the population as well as what it's doing. So these these things are in like the, the cell phone towers and all that. The, the government, like, you know, I don't know about the UK, but I know in America the government owns part of the mobile phone towers. So this technology, and this is in the 70s, remember, so it's like this stuff was probably... Read this biz. Talking about some side effects as well. Oh no, not basically talking about what it can do. Saying, as will be appreciated by those familiar with the art, apparatus, and method of the subject invention, has numerous uses. Persons in critical positions, such as driving pilots can be continuously monitored with provision for activation of an emergency device in the event of human failure. Can be, wow. Dreaming, it says dreaming can be detected. Bodily functions such as pulse rate, heartbeat, and others can also be monitored. Hallucinations can be detected. Basically, this stuff can do all kinds of things. your heartbeat. This is on the patent, so well I'll have to e email you this patent. I might post it on the um description of the of the talk you call. Yeah I'm I'm done now. Finish reading it. It's, there's a lot more to read but now nah, go ahead, man. I, I wanna, if you don't mind, I, I wouldn't mind hearing that, man, because that's definitely something we all need to educate ourselves on, man. And the more people who educate themselves to hear this podcast, the better. You, know? you mean the science? You want to hear the scientific part? If you don't mind. Right, but it's, it's a lot. I'll I'll read it. Let me find one. Or I'll I'll read I'll read this then. It might take a while, though, because it's quite a lot, but this is just basically where it begins. So, okay. So the high-frequency transmitter produces and supplies two electromagnetic wave signals through suitable coupling to an antenna. The signals are directed by the uh, antenna to the skull of the subject being examined. The two signals from the antenna, which travel independently, penetrate the skull and then of the brain. Into the brain, the signals combine much in the manner of a conventional mixing process. A section of the brain having a different modulating action, 
the resulting waveform of the two signals at this greatest amplitude when the two signals are in phase and forcing one another. When the signals are exactly 180-hour phase, the combination produces a resultant waveform of minimum amplitude. Identical levels, the resultant interference waveform absent influences of external radiation be expected to assume zero intensity. When maximum interference occurs, the number of such points being equal to the difference in frequencies of the incident signals, however, interference by radiation from electrical activity within the brain causes the waveform resulting from interference of the two transmitters, i.e. the interference waveform is modulated by the brain waves. It is believed that this is due to the fact that brain waves produce electric charges, each of which is a component of electromagnetic rhythm. Basically saying our brains can electromagnetic waves is basically what it's saying. The electromagnetic radiation produced by the brain waves in turn reacts with the signals transmitted to the brain from the external. Modulated interference waveform transmitted from the brain back through the skull. Quantity of energy is retransmitted sufficient to enable it to be picked up by the antenna. It is controlled within limits by adjusting the absolute and relative intensities signals originally transmitted to the brain. Of course, the level of the transmitted energy should be kept below that which may be harmful to the subject. The antenna passes the received signal to a receiver. Twelve, I think these are like the number of the parts, like you know when the parts are... There's actually a blueprint for this as well. The antenna passes the received signal to a receiver through the antenna electronics. Within the receiver, the wave is amplified by conventional RF amplifier and modulated by conventional detector modulator electronics. Modulated wave representing intra-brain electrical activity amplified by amplifier. Resulting information in electronic form is stored in buffer circuitry. Buffers, the information is fed to a suitable visual display. For example, one employing a cathode ray tube lie-emitting diodes, liquid crystals, or mechanical information may also be channeled to a computer for further processing and analysis with the output of the computer. In addition to channeling its information to display devices, controlled and auxiliary transmitters. Transmitter is used to produce by the antenna. Third embodiment of the invention, the compensating signal is derived as a function of the receiver. Separately, compensating signal directs electrical activity within the brain. Various configurations of suitable apparatus and electronic circuitry may be used form the system, generally shown in figure one and one of the many possible configurations of the illustration. Example shown therein, two signals, one of 100 megahertz and the other of 210 megahertz, are transmitted simultaneously and combined in the brain to form a resultant wave of frequency for the difference in frequencies of the instant signals, i.e. 110 megahertz. 
some of the two instance uh, some of the two instant frequencies is also available or is discarded in subsequent filtering. The hundred megahertz signal is obtained at the output of thirty seven of an RF power R divider, thirty four into which a hundred megahertz signal generated by an oscillator. Thirty I think that's the part name, thirty is injected. The oscillator is of a conventional type employing Euclid crystals for fixed frequency circuits. Generator, square wave generator, or sinusoidal wave generator. The RF power divider can be any conventional HF or FHF frequency. Outputs of signal identical in frequency. 110 megahertz signal is derived from the same 100 megahertz oscillator. 30 and RF power divider 34 was the 100 megahertz signal. Rating in concert with a frequency doubler. The MHZ oscillator, the frequency doubler can be any. This output. A signal with frequency equal to try to twice the frequency of the signal applied is its input. Ten megahertz oscillator can also be of conventional type, similar to a hundred and power divider is fed through the frequency doubling and the resulting two hundred megahertz signal is applied to a mixer. Mixer can be any conventional VHF, UHF, or FHF frequency device capable of accepting two input signals, different frequencies, and providing two outputs. Difference in frequencies respectively. Megahertz signal from the oscillator is also applied to the mixer. Third signal from the doubler. And in the mixer, Form a signal with a frequency of 210 megahertz. 210 megahertz signal is one of the signals transmitted. Subject being monitored in figure two. angle of direction and rate may be controlled mechanically by a reversing motor or electronically by either fixed or rotary conventional types. Rotary, you know, just like a fader. Second hundred megahertz signal derived from output terminal three-way power divider applied to a circular Circulator emerges therefore from a desired phase shift. A circulator can be of any where a signal applied to an input port emerges from an output port with an appropriate phase shift. A hundred megahertz signal is transmitted to the brain of the subject, being monitored by the antenna as the second component of the dual signal transmission. 
conventional time similar to antenna 41 looking up. Here before described as previously noted, these two antennas may be combined in a single unit. Transmitted 100 and 210 megahertz signal components mix within the tissue in the brain and interfere with one another, yielding a signal of a frequency of 110 megahertz. The difference in frequencies of the two instrument components modulated by electromagnetic emission brain, i.e. the brainwave activity being monitored. This modulated 110 megahertz signal is radiated in space. Assuming it doesn't mean literally mean space, I think it just means 110 megahertz signal modulated by brainwave activity is circulating where appropriate phase shift. Circulator isolates the transmitted signals from the flexor or deplexor. Antenna can be of a conventional type, similar to antennas 41 and 43. Combined with them in a single unit, or it can be these modulated 110 megahertz. Eliminate undesirable harmonics. Filtered 110 megahertz signal into a mixer to which has also been introduced a component of the 100 hertz uh, signal. Driven by the RF power divider, filter can be of any conventional bandpass filter. The mixer may also be of conventional type, similar to the mixer therefore described. 100 megahertz and 110 megahertz signals combined in the mixer. Signal of frequency equal to the difference in frequency component signals, i.e. 10 megahertz, still modulated by the monitored brainwave activity. 10 megahertz signal is amplified to an IF amplifier and channeled to a demodulator. The IF amplifier and demodulator can both be of conventional type. The type of demodulator selected will depend on the characteristics of the signals transmitted. Information desired to be obtained. Brain may modulate the amplitude, frequency, and/or phase of the interference waveform. Certain of these parameters will be more sensitive to corresponding brainwave characteristics than others. Basically, fine-tune this to be. Selection of amplitude, frequency, or phase demodulation means is governed by the choice of brainwave characteristic to be monitored, if desired. Several different types of demodulators can be provided and used alternatively or demodulated signal representative of the monitored brainwave activity is passed through audio amplifiers, 50 AB alphabetically labeled audio amplifiers which may be of conventional type where it is amplified and routed to displays. Displays present the raw brainwave signals from the amplifiers. The processes the amplified brainwave signals provides information suitable for viewing. Pressing and compressing or expanding elements thereof or combining them with other information bearing signals 
standardized information on display. The displays can be conventional ones such as types before mentioning point an electronic visual display or mechanism. Profile of the entire brainwave emission pattern may be monitored, or select areas of the brain may be observed in a single measurement. No physical contact between the subject and the monitoring apparatus. The computer also can determine a compensating waveform for transmission to the brain to alter natural brainwaves in the desired fashion. The closed loop compensating system permits instant of the brainwave response pattern. Forming the brainwave pattern modification furnished with an external standard signal from a source representative of brainwave activity associated with the desired neurological response. The region of the brain responsible for the response is monitored and brainwave activity therein is compared with the standard origin, sorry, the standard signal. The program to determine a compensating signal responses to the difference between the standard signal and the received signal. Compensating signal, when transmitted to the monitored region of the brain, modulates the brain modulates the natural brain wave action. Computer controls an auxiliary transmitter signal to the brain of the subject via an antenna. A transmitter is of the high frequency type, commonly used in yeah, commonly used in radar applications. Antenna can be similar to antennas and can be combined with them. These means brainwave activity may be altered and deviations from a desired norm may be compensated. Brainwaves can be monitored and control signals transmitted to the brain from a remote station. Noted that the configuration described is one of many possibilities which may be formulated without departing from the spirit of my invention. Transmitters can be monostratic or bistatic. Signal can be continuous wave, pulse, FM, or any combination of these. Well, as other transmission forms, typical operating frequencies for the transmitters range from 40 gigahertz, but may be altered to suit the particular function being monitored. Individual components of the system for monitoring and controlling brainwave activity Various sub-assemblies of the brainwave monitoring and control apparatus may be added, substituted, or combined. The separate antennas or single multi-mode antenna may be used for transmission and reception. Additional displays and computers may be added to present and analyze select components of the brainwaves. Modulation of the interference signal brain may be of amplitude frequency and or phase. Appropriate demodulators may be used to decipher the subject's brainwave activity. Select components of his brainwaves may be analyzed by a computer to determine his mental state and monitor his thought process. Yeah, I read earlier. 
hoping, appreciate now that I was familiar with the art, apparatus and method of the subject invention, as numerous use persons in critical positions such as drivers and pilots can be continuously monitored with provision for activation of an emergency device. Basically, I think what that means, if they're monitoring you and you freak out and it looks like you're going to crash a car or something, they can use this device to... Well, I'm guessing what that means because it's pretty... Yeah, because it says persons in critical positions such as drivers and pilots can be continuously monitored and provisioned for emergency for activation of an emergency device in the event of human failure. So I'm guessing that means with this device. I mean that would explain, you know, what Nigel experienced where he, you know, decided to turn a different way. You know what I mean? Basically saying here this can be used as like uh, someone's gonna make a mistake, they're monitoring you with this device, they can actually take over. That's basically what it's saying. sleepiness, bodily functions such as pulse rate, heartbeat, regularity, and others also can be monitored. The hallucinations can be detected. The system also permits medical diagnoses patients inaccessible to physicians from remote stations. So basically saying they can diagnose you. So basically they, they can probably, with these things, they can probably what your health is like from a remote distance. But yeah, that that's it. That's pretty much everything. Yeah, it's, it's like, don't, I don't understand a lot of it. I don't understand a whole lot of it either, but... Um, yeah, it's very, like very the, scientific. I mean, I think you'd yeah. have to be uh, basically a, a, you know, an expert on how radars work and stuff like that, and radio transmitters right. work to understand a lot of that. I mean, I understand some of it, but probably the technical side, I probably only understood like 30%. Right. I hear you. you know, That's a more percent than I can. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I got you. you know what I'm I hear where you're coming I mean, from. I guess that. that's the, the positive thing of this is maybe someone will listen to this that does understand some more of it than us and will maybe research this stuff. Exactly, or either try to reach out to you to give you a further elaboration slash education on it, you know what I'm saying, and probably even break it down in more terms where we can understand it better. In in layman's terms, what this can do... Right, layman's terms would be the most ideal way, because that way yeah. it'll reach a lot more people internationally. Yeah. Basically what it can do is it can read your mind transmit things into your mind. Sounds like it can possibly even take over or correct a mistake. And mm. also it can be used as like a remote health monitor, like, you know, in a, how in a hospital everyone's hooked up to these wires and stuff. It sounds like right. this can do all that without you even being hooked up to wires. You know what I mean? I see. Yeah, I see what you're talking So it'll be like a remote type of biometric detecting yeah. uh you know, it's interesting because they already have that capability, if you really think about it, with people who have been covertly implanted, like myself, that I believe I'm one of those, and Nigel, too. He also 
says the same thing this that he feels you. This is basically making out you don't need to be implanted. It's like making out you can do all this by just transmitting something into your brain and then picking up on the signal that's transmitting out. It's basically it was saying that basically it was saying our thoughts can produce like an electromagnetic wave. Oh yeah, it does naturally. Like when you get a thought, the neurons go off before you get the thought to become an actual, you know, formation of what you're thinking about. Your neurons fire. So that yeah. right there has an electromagnetic field to it that gives off a frequency. I so I totally, I totally uh, believe that. What it said right there. They're trying desperately to stop me. Uh stop this working. They're, they're attacking the uh, interconnecting. It's disconnected about five or six times as I was reading that. Really? And they're trying desperately to find a way to stop me doing this. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me that they I think it's more that. difficult for them because they're going to have to since I'm in the UK they're going to have to coordinate more with the uh, because basically talk show is in the U.S., so they're going to have to obviously take it down from the U.S. side. But it's like they're trying to, I think they're thinking that attacking my, disconnecting my VPN is going to make a difference, but it's not. You know what I mean? Right. But, yeah, it, it keeps disconnecting. It's disconnected. It happened last time, actually, but... One thing's for sure, I'm happy to know that I have at least the small little trio of us, you, myself, and Nigel, you know, so far. Now, I know that we're not going to stop exposing this shit. We're not going to stop educating other people and doing it with a clean conscience and a, a good reason, you know, not just because of what we've been put through without our consent, obviously, but that carries its weight on its own. I'm sure for you as it does for me and it does for Nigel, but what I'm saying, that's not the only thing that's fueling the fire. It is one of the components for me, for sure, and I'm sure it is for you and Nigel, but it's not the only thing. You know, it, it, it's more to it than that. It's a lot more. It's bigger than us. It's bigger than what we've gone through. Not to say that what we've gone through is any small, you know, situation, because it's not. It's fucked up what's happened to us. What I'm saying, it's not only us we're doing this for. We're doing this for all the other TIs that don't have a voice, all the other TIs that don't have a way of getting the information the same way that we have, you know, the access to it, the way we're able to understand it and the way we're able to push it along or put it out there. Like I had said last time, you know, speaking with Nigel, and I said it's going to have some sort of trickle-down effect. That's exactly what he said is going to be going down from what he's noticed and what he feels that is going to be the uh, end result. But even if it's not as quickly as we would want it to pick up on, the people who need to hear it and see it for themselves could grasp it, could research it themselves, and could re-educate themselves on what's going on, you know, through that we'll find a, a door opening and a window opening to this program and how it works. Because if they are curious to find out about this technology, at some point or another, they're going to come to that door with this program, the Pandora's box of how society, that I believe personally that society is controlled through this way. 
you know, because it makes a lot of sense to me how you would use something like this to keep someone silent, subservient, to keep them from speaking out, uh, keep them from dissenting, you know, keeping people in line other than killing them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I believe that they... It's a workforce. It's like they can use people as like their own workforce with this technology. Why why kill them when they can be your slaves, you know what I mean? Right. And the mm-hmm. attitude they have, isn't it? It's like... I also feel that I was speaking to a, a TI yesterday about this, and um, he had asked me, he asked me, yo, man, why does it seem like this shit happened to me when all of a sudden I decided to go the right way in my life. In other words, he he was saying how he was uh, doing all the wrong things and how when he was doing all the wrong things and shit, not to, you know, blur out what he was saying because maybe he didn't want me to say it. He might hear this one day. I don't want him to feel like, oh, man, he told my business or what have you. But basically what it boiled down to was him saying that he was into a lot of uh, negative behaviors and stuff like that. And he says the minute that he decided to turn his life around and go into, like, let's say, choosing a faith, you know, could be a religion or a spiritual one for him, he said that's when he started being targeted not too long after that. And I said, yo, that's interesting because I've heard that before. That's not the first time I've heard that. In fact, I believe Nappy had mentioned that in one of his videos where he said, when he asked that same question, he posed it in one of his uh, videos, and he said, um, have any of you, you know, noticed how when you were targeted, it started happening when you were uh, doing the right thing or what have you, and, and you started kind of changing, t- turning a new leaf or something like that, trying to do the right thing, being positive or whatever it is, from a negative aspect. So... I remember that, and then I remember what he just asked me yesterday, and then I also recall when I was doing my dirt and doing what I was, you know, my negative uh, behaviors and, and vices and all that other stuff, and how when I started wanting to turn away from that, how things started turning up, how my targeting, my overt targeting was being turned up. That's what it felt like and seemed like to me at that time. Maybe it was just me being, you know, in shock of what was actually happening and I was going through the process and the motions in real time and that's what it felt like. And I'm confusing that from, you know, just being aware of what's going on now. But I do recall when I was, and you know my story, you know my personal um, situation, so does Nigel, you know, about, you know, certain things I was into before rather than I'm not now. And I remember this shit being worse, you know. Now, again, it could be that I was just being bombarded. If you're being blitzed and you don't know what's going on, things are going to seem chaotic and things are going to seem, you know, a lot more shocking and a lot more traumatizing because that's exactly how they want you to perceive it to get you to that state get confused and feel weird and vulnerable and all that shit. And then the fear aspect to grasp your your uh, moment and control you through that. However, I do find it interesting how the T.I. I spoke to yesterday mentioned to me how he was turning a new leaf. 
during the time that Davis decided to come out overt on him. And then how Nappy had posed that question not too long ago in one of his recent videos that he's posted. And then I've also heard it from other, a female T.I. She told me something similar. Like she said how when she went from doing negative things that she was doing in her life for most for the most part of her life, she grew up in that situation type of thing. And then she started like trying to go to church and, you know, stuff like that. And the next thing you know, boom, she was being targeted. Like they were overting targeting her. You know what I'm saying? They were targeting her, like to let her know that they were targeting her. But before that, they weren't doing it. In other words, they probably were watching her, but they weren't doing anything to, you know, let her know. When they come out overt on you, it's usually because they want you to know because of something that you're either coming across, like some sort of epiphany in your life, like you're going to do a, a major change positively, or you're coming across some hidden truth and information you're not supposed to know about, and now you do know about it. And they know if you're the type of person that you share the information and you each one teach one type of mentality, they don't want you to do that. So they're going to target you. Those two things, and then there could be other variations of reasons of why they choose to do it in that fashion. Now, I'm looking at that for the sake of wanting to figure out to a certain degree, when is it that they decide to do it? There has to be a portion or a category of people that are targeted that aren't necessarily dissidents, that aren't um, people that they find threats to national security or that are just natural born leaders and that are warrior-like and that are fearless and that, you know, you know, there has to be a category of people that they know are just good people deep down, but they've made some rotten choices in life, some bad choices, but they have a gift in them that they don't even, that they're not even aware of yet possibly. So they want to keep them derailed. Keep, if they're drug users, they want to keep them using drugs. They want to keep them alcoholics if they drink alcohol. They want to keep them in that path because they know eventually they're going to die off in that fashion. So it's another way of kind of also controlling the population that they don't want to have certain powers or certain things come up in their way where they can have any power influence a possible gift that they may have that that person is not even aware of yet, but they keep them clouded in that situation so they never are able to clearly see their true potential until possibly one thing that they may have not counted on or been aware of that someone took them on to something. Maybe God themselves let them know through a person that they bring into their life and that person happens to tap into something in their spiritual, you know, psyche, where they're able to like, whoa, I never knew I could do that. And next thing you know, they're being targeted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I know exactly what you're saying. I mean, I can relate to a lot of that because I can say the targeting began with me when I was to kind of find myself. I left college and gone through some rough times beginning of being a man, and then targeting began, you know what I mean? It's okay, yeah, so, 
You already know what time it is with that. I don't know if you can hear the sirens. I hear it, but I'll tell you word for it. I'll just think as well, you know how we synchronize things across these. It's like you were getting blitzed by the sirens. Here, I was getting blitzed by the sirens. I've got, I've got yeah. some videos of it. I'll upload them tomorrow, and you'll, you'll see it in the video tomorrow from all the noise they were making. I'll probably check them out tonight as you upload them. If you upload them tonight, I could be... Well, no, you got to go to sleep probably in a little yeah, while. But, I mean, it, yeah, it I'm not going to be able to watch it until probably later on this weekend or something coming up. But I'll, I'll definitely take a look at it. I just want to finish this point real quick before I forget, man. We originally started talking about um, the technology and how earlier I wanted to... Because I thought you finished, but you didn't finish. I want to bring this to the surface now on the record because we've spoken on it off the record, but I want to make sure we get it on it. Now, people who may be listening to this podcast now will be like, damn, man, you guys went from talking about the technology to talking about being targeted with certain reasons why and all that. But um, there's a reason why I have to go back to that because originally that's what, you know, the technical uh, topic was that Night of Thunder was originally making this podcast about. And now that I have the time and remembering to do it, I'm going to do it now before I forget. So basically, this is what happened to me. There was a point in time when I was still asleep and I wasn't aware of being targeted where um, I decided one night to go for a walk. Now, that's not unusual for me because I'm one that I like to go out for walks in the day or in the night, especially, you know, during the weekends when I'm off. During that time, I was not working. I was unemployed, and I was able to go out during the weeknights as well. So I would go out and go for these long walks in my local park where I reside. During one of these walks when I was going down a certain uh, street where I go down to, I remember seeing a van going by with two people driving that looked like younger Hispanic men. Again, I could be wrong because it was nighttime and the van wasn't going super fast or anything like that, but I didn't really take too much of a notice because, again, I wasn't aware of being targeted yet. I just looked like a glance notice type of thing, and I noticed two you know, people in the van, and they were kind of driving around. So at that time, for some reason or another, in the park, the lamppost lights were all off on the top-level part. I don't know if they were fixing electrical wiring problems, issues, technical difficulties. I don't know. All I do remember is that the top level of the park at night was very dark when usually it's supposed to be lit up with the lamppost lights that are usually all on. But this particular uh, summer night or spring night, I remember that the uh, lamppost lights were all off in this section on the top level, which was odd to begin with, were all off. So. Anyway, I'm still walking in the park, and as I'm walking towards the park, I was heading to a certain direction, but for some reason, I decided to sit down on one of the park benches. As I sat down on this one park bench, I just, you know, happened to look to my right, and down on the bench was a phone, a cell phone. And I was like, oh, snap, what the fuck is this? You know what I'm saying? Somebody left their phone. Uh-oh. So I picked up the phone, and I noticed that it was a red cover on the phone. And when I turned it on, I noticed it was a BlackBerry, and it was still on. Next thing you know, the phone starts ringing. 
And I'm like, what the fuck? And I just dropped the phone back on the bench. And it's a very loud uh, ringtone, you know, of like uh, the sound effect of an old school rotary phone type. That's what it sounded like. That's the ringtone that they had. It sounded like one of those old school uh, phones that you could hear the phone ringing, ringing, ringing. Um, so I never answered it. I just left it and I was like... I'd like the phones to use in the Matrix. Say what? That noise. The noise the phone boxes make in the Matrix. Yeah, yeah, That's pretty much. why they did it. They probably wanted to make you think of the Matrix, like saying you're in the Matrix, or make you think that it's... You know what I mean? You know what? I never thought about it in that way, but you could be right. That's a that's an interesting way of putting it. The mobile phones and stuff are a big part of it. Like when they'll answer the phone and go, I'm in. You know, yeah. stuff like that. That's yeah. probably the reference they were making, like the Matrix reference. You know what? That's something I didn't think about. That actually makes a lot of uh, sense on a deep note, on a profound level. That makes sense. I see where you're going. I didn't think about it that way. Could very well have been, man. That's a good point, by the way. I didn't think about that. So yeah, I'm gonna make a mental. I'm gonna make a mental note of that because you know what? That that's a very possible scenario that they were trying to induce there. Yeah, I mean, as soon as you said it had like the old-fashioned like the you know, like a physical bell sound, that made me think of the Matrix because that that's used a lot. It's like a signature part of the film, like when they yeah. I'm in this, um, I'm on this bench sitting in the dark pretty much with the phone ringing on and off. Next thing you know, for some reason or another, I said to myself, I'm going to take this phone. But the thing is, I didn't need that phone. I had a phone already. I didn't really like Blackberries. Then I said to myself, you know what? I'll probably just throw that shit or something like that. So I took the phone and I remember it continuously to ring, ring. And I said, you know what? I shut it off and I just left it and I threw it on the on the ground. And next thing you know, I see a black slim guy coming down the block and I saw him kind of like stressed, like I guess he was gonna come to look for that phone. I thought about it. But he saw me, I guess once he got close enough, and then he kinda of like got scared. The look he got was like of like he didn't want to keep going any further and he turned around and he went the opposite direction. Then I said, hmm, that's weird. You know, if it were me, I wanted to get my phone. I want to go and see if my phone's there. You know what I'm saying? But I guess he thought, you know, it was dark. I could have been a thief. I could have been whatever, a criminal, a murderer. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But he didn't take the chance of turning around and coming back. So I didn't know for sure, for sure, if he was, but I assumed that he was coming to go see if he could find his phone again. Anyway. Long story short, I get up and I pick up the phone and I put it back on the bench and then I turn around to head back. Next thing you know, I see that same van with those same two guys pass by where I was at. And where I was walking towards going back up, they went around the block and ended up finding me again on the other corner of the checkpoint of the block circling again and I'm like okay 
Maybe you're looking for parking. You got to keep in mind that I was still asleep. I wasn't aware of being targeted. I didn't even know what that was. I didn't even know of this program's existence. So I was looking at everything from a logical perspective because I didn't know these two cats. I figured they didn't know me. Why would they be, you know, circling the block following me for? You know, there's no reason. I left the phone over there. It's not like I had the phone. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, nah, cats probably looking for fucking parking. All right. So I'm heading back home. Mind you, I usually go for longer walks than what I did that night. I just went to a specific close area locally, and I decided to sit on that particular bench where that phone was. That phone could have been on any of those other benches that were all around that park top level. But I chose for some reason to sit there. Mind you, I couldn't see in the dark to see if, you know, there was a phone in any of them. I just happened to sit down on the same bench where that phone was next to me. What are the odds of that? Anyway, I go to the following corner as people who's watched my videos. Notice when I say I'm going to the next corner now, let's see what's waiting for me around the next corner, checkpoint perps. People who know that term from me, they'll know what I'm talking about, that I'm reaching the next following corner of you know, the next block I'm going. As I'm approaching that block, who's on the red light again? Same man, same guys. And, you know, of course, at that point, I started like, that's weird, you know what I'm saying? But they never said anything. They never did anything. They never honked the horn, flashed the lights. They never audibly said anything with their mouths. They never. They didn't even really look at me much. It was just like a normal glance that you would, you know, look over and shit like that, whatever. So then I get back home, and I just thought about, you know, the weirdness of that. But then I just forgot about it after a while because I was, ah, it was just, you know, it was nothing. I just felt the need to go for a walk that night. Now that I know what I know, and that Night of Thunder decided to make his podcast tonight based on that topic, I felt the need to put this on the record, even though him and I have talked about it off the record, because it's important for other people to realize how real this technology is and how it does most definitely exist. Now, I'm not claiming to be some sort of genius or that I know the ins and outs of how this technology works. And no, 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 not at all. In fact, I don't know much other than what I've experienced and the basic things like, you know, how uh, certain things may work with your brain signature through, you know, possibly even covertly implanted, you know, but as Matt of Thunder has said, now is the point where they don't even need for you to be implanted anymore. They can just bypass that whole shit and send it straight through, direct to your brain. And if you guys think about the 5G and how that would play such a role in making things that much simpler for that to carry on, because if you think about it, People who may or may not know, I don't know too much about electricity and frequencies and stuff like that. I know a little bit, not too much. But what I do know about it is that I know certain things carry on waves. If I'm, you know, mistaken about that, then I would definitely appreciate someone to correct me if they know anything about carrier waves and frequencies and how they operate. 
you know, that's why they piggyback certain things off of frequencies that are already being used as far as radio waves, like for example, when you hear a radio broadcast on your radio, on a stereo, television waves, digital waves, everything's high definition now, that's another frequency. And they use that. In, that they loop, in the blueprint for that, it said they could use FM. It said FM could be used. Okay. I believe it. Yeah, yeah. Totally. You know how I believe that? Because they did use the FM uh, frequency, the frequency modulation. That's the frequency modulation. They used that during, if I'm not, if I'm not um, mistaken, I, I believe it was used during World War with the German soldiers against the U.S. soldiers, something that they were broadcasting some sort of signal, subliminal messages to make the soldiers uh, psychologically shut down due to what they were saying on the radio and how they had this German woman talking to them and, and making them remind them of their mother and you know, some if if I'm wrong about this, then or if I saw it in the movie and then it was not really something that happened, someone please, I I accept any, you know, correctment, any you know people who want to correct me, because I may be wrong. But what I do know is that I have heard something in regards to what you just mentioned about using FM uh, frequency modulation to a broadcast to drop subliminal messages and, and psychological propaganda. That I, I do recall it. That, that made me think because two of the perps that are on, when I go on the lot doing all, all that stuff, like with the gardening and stuff, two of the perps there, both of them have FM radios. Wait, you, you said who now? The two of the perps on, on the allotment near me when I when I'm on there doing all the gardening and stuff. They okay. both had FM radios. I'm thinking maybe that has something to do with it. Hmm. I wouldn't know, man. Like I, I I'll say this, you know. Um, again, I'm no expert in any of that stuff. Uh, I just know what I know is like very very basic stuff, you know. Um, but what I can say is that if you've noticed it, it could be something, and then again, it might not be. You know what I'm saying? We don't know for sure. What I can say is this. A lot of the perks that I've come in contact with have, for the most part, had their cell phone and earbuds on. And, yeah. you yeah. know, to me, that signifies that there must be some sort of outside source that is giving instructions to them, whether it's an actual human being sitting somewhere, standing somewhere in a location unbeknownst to anybody, just you know, like a fusion sensor. They say fusion sensor. I don't know how true that is, but anywhere, remotely. They could be remotely means remotely, which means anywhere. They could be anywhere, and they could be feeding them instructions. Some people have said that it's a person or people. Some people have said it's AI. I happen to be inclined to believing that it's AI. Why? Because, you know, a human being has limits, meaning 
they have to sleep, they have to take breaks, they have to, you know what I'm saying? They have lives of their own, they have to, of course, they could break it down into shifts, but then again, keep in mind, a computer doesn't have any of that. They don't need, it doesn't need to take a break, it doesn't need vacation time, it doesn't need sleep, it doesn't, you know what I'm saying? It runs 24-7 on under operating systems. Of course, a human being could download and upload certain things to it. What I'm saying is, it just makes more sense to me that AI would be the thing they would use to try to, for example, like the example I used before about how they try to catch people, supposedly how the terrorists, they use the word B-O-M-B, you know what I'm saying? Or they use certain keywords in their conversations. Next thing you know, there's an algorithm that's, you know, programmed within the operating system that will pick those words, those specific words, up, and next thing you know, you got the Secret Service coming to your doorstep or the FBI coming to your doorstep the next day or in a couple of hours if shit is that serious. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I don't think that it's them literally. Do you realize how many fucking people in this world there are and how many, you know, like, technical things they got to go through in order to listen to hours and hours upon hours and upon hours of conversation to be able to detect these words when they can, when they're in an instant can detect it. And next thing you know, the algorithm flags that call. And then that shit probably gets sent automatically by email or text or what, however they do it to the authorities that, are supposed to be watching out for that shit. And then next thing you know, Homeland Security actually goes some shit like that. You feel me? That's what I think, that it, it works. Because it makes more sense to me that a human being standing monitoring your calls, 20, not 24, but eight hours a day, if even that. I don't believe that shit. Yeah, that does, that does make sense. The only time that something like that I would believe that they did do this at one point, and when when you're being investigated by, let's say, the FBI, and you're, okay, good example. Remember the mob here in the States with uh, Carlo Gambino or John Gotti, uh, Sam Giancana, these mobsters, these gangsters, okay? When they're being watched by the FBI and they're wiretapped and shit, they actually have people staking out their place of residence across the street directly from them, and they have these headphones on, and they're listening to every word, every phone call that they make, and they record them. Yeah, that does happen. It has happened. What I'm saying is, with the technology advance that there is now and the sophistication of equipment that is out there now, they don't need to do all that anymore. You know what I'm saying? And the, the, the programs and the algorithms that have been created through the operating system do it all the work for them. I'm not saying that they possibly don't still do that old school detective uh, uh, protocol of staking out uh, a person who's been deemed a gangster or a mobster or a mafia boss or something like that or some sort of gang leader or drug lord or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure they do that to a certain extent. For me, now, more than ever, it's 
so advanced technology, so that they don't need to go through all those channels like that anymore. You know, unless it's on some one-to-one shit. Like when they know who they're going after, when they when they want this one particular person to go down and shit, and I think that's how they do it. And when they do it that way, you know what I'm saying? So that's just my uh, two cents on that, man. Also, you know, as far as the technology, what it's being used, you know, you and I were speaking about marriage, and I think we said it was on a prior one of your calls and shit, how it was proven when we visually saw Nigel, who usually turned right, I believe, on Flatbush Avenue here in Brooklyn, New York City. Um, he usually goes and makes it right. That particular day, he decided to go straight. And you see it in the video how he was about to turn right, but then he turns the steering wheel towards the middle, and he keeps going straight. And then in the following corner in front of a store is a perp giving him a thumbs-up signal. So, um, you told me yourself, if you don't mind me saying, you know, how you've been, I believe, walking to certain places out there in, in the UK. I don't know if you were going for a walk somewhere, and then one day you decided to go a different route or something like that, and next thing you know, at the dead end of that block or area, there's someone in a car who gives you a thumb up signal once you get there, right? Yeah, it was a thumb up. It was, it was like, uh, I can't remember what it was. It was something similar. Okay. Like they were, it's like they were waiting, and they yeah. knew I was there. But did they give you a, a thumbs-up signal? I think you told me that they gave you a thumbs-up signal. Possibly. I, I can't remember. They did some kind of signal. Okay. To let you know, just to let you know between you and them, right? Like, yeah, you know, we're waiting for you. You, know, you got here. Good. Okay. You, the the uh, programming worked or whatever indirectly for you. So... Again, I'm going to say another situation that happened to me. Yeah, I believe that technology was used as well. Night of Thunder already knows this. I'm just putting this on the record. One particular day while I was in my house, and it was summertime. I remember this day clearly. It was daytime. I had a feeling all of a sudden. First of all, it was a feeling like an urge to go up to the roof. That was the thought, to just go up to the roof. So I immediately went up. I opened my door to the apartment where I live. I went up three flights of stairs until I was up on the roof. As I opened the roof door to go outside to the roof, diagonally to my left, I saw someone on the other roof, and they saw me. And immediately once they saw me, I saw almost like the shock, fear type of thing in their eyes, like, oh, shit, you know? And I saw them on their phone. So they kind of, like, took their phone and their shocked look, and they just went about their business inside of that roof door that they came out of in that building and disappeared. This is not a joke. I didn't make this up. I'm not delusional. I didn't dream that. I know it happened. Okay? Um. I'm putting this out there for people to research this technology, to know that it's, it is in existence. There's patents out for this stuff. So, um, going back to that situation that happened, from what I remember, I've seen this guy before. I know this dude that lives in that building. I don't know him personally. He doesn't know me personally. 
Maybe he knows of me because I know now that he's a perk for sure. And it makes a lot of sense because I would see this guy when I would walk in certain areas, he would be either lingering in the area, acting like he's walking around on his phone. You know, of course, if you happen to see people that live in your neighborhood, it's only natural that you're going to run into them from time to time. I understand that. However, when you start seeing people a little bit too often in a, in a matter of, you know, 10 minutes, then you see them again walking around your area. Like let's say you happen to go into an establishment and you're there for a while. You see them walking by one time, then you see them walk by again, and then you see them walk by another time, and then you see them walk back again. It's almost like they're patrolling the area until you leave. Yeah, either they've been either they've been instructed to do that because sometimes I could see the frustration in certain folks' faces, almost like they don't even want to really be there. And then I'll hear them talking to somebody on their phone. Whoever's on the other line, I don't know. Assuming it's a handler or whoever's in control of that particular area for the perps or what have you, or the snitches, or you, you want to call these fools, you know? I hear them go, they're like, I, I hear them, you know, <laughs> I hear them say to, you know, to the person, uh, I don't know. He's still there. I don't know. I don't know. Who, could that phone call be that they're saying, oh, I, I don't know. They seem like they're doing something. They haven't left yet, though. You see what I'm saying? That's the, that's the, the side that I'm hearing, their side. I'm not hearing, obviously, the other side because they don't have them on speakerphone. They have them only where they can hear them. But I'm pretty sure that that phone call is coming out in that aspect where they're trying to, you know, they don't want to be there. They're like, how long do I have to be? Because I hear them say, no, he's still in there. And then I see them go, oh. like, they don't want to, you know, they got to wait. They got to wait until I leave there. They, they're not free to go until I leave. And if I happen to stay there longer than what they anticipate me for uh, staying in there, which sometimes I purposely do that, by the way, just to see, you know, what, what's going to happen, then they'll eventually leave some new purple show up in their place. And they'll rotate them like that through the course of 15-minute increments. Every 15 to 20 minutes, they'll switch them up. And that also goes for if you go somewhere like a park setting, and you happen to be sitting in one location, you'll start seeing the same people going around you over and over again. And it won't seem that obvious right away because they'll make it look like they're just walking around. And or using a bike. If they're on a bike, they'll go around in a circle. You know what I'm saying? And they'll act like they're just cruising. But it'll always be in the immediate vicinity of what you're in. And then after that 15 to 20 minute increment is up, you'll see a whole new set of faces doing the same thing again. And they may they may not be doing the same exact thing that the prior person were doing. They'll probably be, for example, throwing a frisbee around. They'll switch it up in that fashion or set up a picnic, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, those, those things don't stand out to me because there is plausible deniability. I definitely, you know, am one to say that, you know, that technology, I had no idea existed. You know, it, it, it's definitely something to 
to research and to educate oneself on. Because, you know, like for I was telling you before, you know, this I haven't, I guess, put on the record, but I want to put it on the record now anyway because it's important too, you know what I'm saying? And it's something that actually had happened to me and off the record you knew about it, but I want to put it on the record. Um, there was a, also a point where this technology was used on me during a post-breakup with one of my ex-girlfriends, my last ex-girlfriend, actually, who I was with almost five years. And um, during the six, I think it was either the six-month mark or the five-month mark of the breakup, we had broken up already. We had, you know, a breakup that wasn't volatile, that wasn't um, negative. Like, you know how some people have real fucked up negative uh, breakups? We didn't have a breakup like that. Our breakup was pretty much mutual. And, you know, I still had, like, some cariño means endearment. And she had it as well for me. She seemed like she still had feelings for me and stuff. But I was at a point where this whole targeting shit was coming out the woodworks on me, and I didn't trust her either. There was a lot of shit going on. But I felt that I owed her enough to meet up with her one last time before she left the country, but she was moved to another country. So, you know, I decided to meet up with her, what have you, one last time. But this is neither here or there. It's just something that actually happened, and I'm just explaining it as I'm recalling it. Anyway, this is the point why I brought this up. Post-breakup, six months or five to six months into the post-breakup, Every time that I would go into the bathroom, this one time I went into the bathroom while I was urinating, this thought came into my mind, I got to go and kill so-and-so. I thought to myself, heck, did that came from that? This kind of shook it off. I forget it. Probably, you know, I don't know where I came from, but whatever. Within the same week, I go to the bathroom a different time to urinate again thought came to my mind again. I got to go and kill such and such. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm like, hmm. I was a little concerned at that point because it happened again. I'm like, yo, what is going on? And I'm like, Jesus Christ, baby. You know, the devil's trying to, you know, influence me to do some negative shit. There was no negative thing of me, like, wanting to do that to begin with to her. Like I said, we didn't have a negative breakup. So I'm like, where's this coming from? You know, it has to be the devil or something, man. Like, what the fuck? I said, well, you know what? I'll pray about it. You know, get that shit out of me, whatever, something's going on. All right. Again, during probably the same week, maybe not the following day, maybe a day or two after, I go to the bathroom again. It happens again. I got to go. So I said, no, the fuck I don't, man. No, the fuck I know. I don't got to go kill nobody. That's not me. I'm not a killer. That's not my style. The fuck, man? I got upset because I started realizing that this was something being induced. I, I didn't know exactly how or who or what, but I knew something was going on that it wasn't me. And I just felt the need to express myself out loud and say this shit. And I felt better about it, and it stopped. It stopped. Now, after I started to take note and realize that this technology exists where they can implant thoughts in people's brains that aren't their own, and the mind control technology, which is very strong and can kind of 
overcome you, overwhelm a person into doing something that they don't usually do or usually think about doing. Thinking that the microchip technology is that strong to do that. Once I realized that this technology existed where they could manipulate you through your you know, thoughts that are on your own, is when I said, oh, shit, that's what they were trying to do to me in the bathroom when I was urinating those three times. Now, I don't have any proof to backtrack where that came from. I don't have the foggiest. I don't have the slightest. I don't, have, I don't know where the direction. You know what I mean? It's remote. It could be anywhere. It could be fucking, they could be in the Ukraine and some satellites probably do that shit. And it hit me over here with that thought implant shit in New York City. I may be exaggerating it because I don't know exactly how it operates. I know certain things that operate a certain way. That's why I use that as an example because they can remote influence people. Because that's another term, remote influencing, you know what I'm saying, which I think that's what they were trying to do with me, but it didn't work. I personally believe there's a research group that probably lives in the same vicinity we live in, and they are camouflaged and look like civilians, regular people that have supposed jobs that aren't real. They just have a front. So they, you know, they don't get looked at suspiciously or if they get questioned or something like that. But I believe they are part of some sort of study research group that may be affiliated with universities like Ivy League universities, one that I'm close to in my area, who I believe is definitely involved in my targeting and probably my experimentation since I was probably a child. I don't have proof, but could be uh, tied into it. reason why I say this now is because I recall when I used to hang out in this one bar around my way, there were these people who I'd never really seen before all of a sudden started frequent, frequenting this bar I was going into. And they would always seem to pop up when I'd be there. Then I started, you know, because you know how when you have small talk with people, you go out for a cigarette break after you're drinking in a bar, and you go outside, you know, this one lady who used to live next to the bar, all of a sudden she moved into the block. You know what I'm saying? That type of shit. Anyway, so we're having a small talk, chit-chat thing. She's asking me what did I do for a living. I was telling her how what I was doing. Then I came across her, and I asked her, what is she doing? She said, oh, I do... Um, some study research for Columbia, Columbia University being the university I happen to be living close by and who I believe is affiliated with this. So she said research group. Now, of course, research could be anything, right? We all know it's not just one dimensional variety of things that could be anything. But I personally believe that these people were perps because I also believe that she happened to be one of the people that was smear campaigning me because I caught her one day while I was in the bathroom. She probably thought I didn't hear that shit, but she had said something about me and my past as far as me being a violent person, whatever. But she did that fucked up because what she was supposed to say was that I defended myself, but she made me seem like a person who just was a loose cannon. And I'm like, that's fucked up. You know, why would she do that? I thought she was drunk and she just, like, said it wrong or something. I don't think she did that by mistake. I think she purposefully did that looking back on it now. And she was part of the people that was said to 
smear campaign. Um, people need to do their research on this technology, the patents. They need to realize that sometimes the thoughts that you may get may not even be your own. I don't want to put people on a paranoid roller coaster and be like, oh, shit, what the fuck? No, no, it's not what I'm even trying to remotely even be close to doing. What I'm trying to do is educate the public at large, people who are willing to listen and not run away from the truth. The truth is sometimes not only hard to swallow and to believe, but to accept, not to shy away from this shit. Because, you know, if you don't want to know what's going on and you want to live in this bubble, then that's your choice. You have a you have the right to, to do that if you so chose to. But one day, God forbid, one day you might have a child or even a family member who may have these symptoms coming at them. And you may not know what to do because you're going to think, just like other people who have thought prior, oh, it's just something, you know, a temporary ailment, or some sort of a weird anomaly that just happened to happen. Oh, people have 24-hour stomach viruses. It happens. People have, okay. Well, they do, but you know what? Sometimes it may not be that. They could, with this technology, they can mimic symptoms of other things that people look for to say, oh, no, no, it was a cold, it was a flu, it was a stomach virus, it was um, overheating. You know, I got overheated from, you know, working out too much and I didn't take a break, I didn't drink enough water, I was dehydrated. They can mimic certain things to look like, you know, it's that. But when in reality, it's camouflaged, it's masked to look like something else. But in reality, it's the microwave technology being used. Directed energy weapons is another story in itself. We're not going to talk about that. We're focusing on the uh, remote influencing. But that's another chapter, another book, another animal <laughs> that's related to all this shit. But we're not talking about that right now. I just happened to, by mistake, uh, come up with that uh, connection wasn't meant to happen that way. It was just freestyle coming out, you know, as I'm thinking and connecting dots. So I tend to you, but I've, I've experienced that as well with the random violent thoughts. I mean, I've, I've had thoughts like, um, I'll be honest, because I know some people might be like, what the fuck for saying this, but I've had thoughts like, you know, I've walked past women and then it's just come in my head, you know, rape her or some shit like that, or, you know, I've had thoughts like that and just thoughts about killing people that are talking to in front of me. And I've been like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like you, I, I was the same. I was like, where the fuck is this coming from? You know what I mean? It's, I can trace that back to being a kid. I used to get these kind of thoughts. I never acted on, on the mouth, thank God. But um, I used to always have violent thoughts like that. I used to think, you know, maybe there's something wrong with me, but back on on this technology, it makes sense. You know, it ma it makes a lot of sense.
who knows how many murders they've provoked with this technology. I guess we're lucky in having a conscience where we can say, you know, hey, that's crazy, that's wrong, you know, I'm not I'm not gonna do that. But some people they just do it, you know what I mean? They they just do it. Especially if you add alcohol and drugs to the mix. I mean, that makes you more likely to act you out. Are and No, that's me. I'm. I don't know. Uh, I just have to call back in because you know how my phone goes after two hours and a half. It kind of boots me off. Oh, and I, I call you. Uh, they um, talk to you. Uh, voice saying you have entered the call. Sound like a female voice. Oh, word. Yeah. Nah, that wasn't. I, I. They must have booted me off, and then she came back on or something. I don't know. I didn't hear it. Like someone was trying to speak, but I just looked at the thing and I, I couldn't see anything. So maybe someone tried to get in and tried to talk, or uh, maybe got kicked out. You know what I think they're doing, James? Um, I think that they're trying to get us to forget what we were focusing on the topic. So they're distracting us. They're throwing these little things that are happening. The thing that happened to me yeah. was normal because that does happen to me, as you already know, every two hours and a half. I kind of, for some reason or another, my phone gets has to be shut off to call back again. Remember that? That's normal. Now, we were talking about some, or you were actually saying some deep stuff about your own personal experience with this technology, and then I noticed that you said that person, that female voice that you heard talking. I believe that's all distraction. Yeah, so, basically, you know, I, I was getting the uh, similar things to what you described, like right. random, random to hurt people or kill people. You know what I mean? I never acted them out, but I used to get them. Still do sometimes to this day. Like I was with, I'll just uh, say what I felt because what was happening, I was with my family and I was getting like a, a, a feeling to, to hurt them. I was like, you know, where the fuck is this coming from? And I was just like, yo, you know, that's them. That's them with the mind control technology. I'm going to say this, man, you know, like I was talking to this other T.I. yesterday. Uh, I was explaining to them how you're going to have people that are in fields like science and technology. Perfect example. Just like I was talking about the research group that was working for Columbia University that I believe is involved in my targeting, too, and my experimentation, too, to a certain degree. Um, you're going to have people that work in these fields, science slash technology, that are going to need research groups to go out in the field and find themselves guinea pigs, human guinea pigs, to experiment with their advancement in science and technology. And I believe that after a certain point in the program, we as EIs slash TIs get put in that bracket of experimentation. Um, I don't know when exactly we're all putting it. I don't know how far along you were before you started noticing them using the directed energy weapons on you or stuff like that. Because some TIs don't get the exact thing. 
In other words, some people don't get directed energy weapon attacks. Some people only get the organized stalking and, you know, the mobbing and stuff like that. They, they don't get the, uh, the technological thing, the directed energy weapons, the remote neural monitors. Now, I believe that there's a whole group of us that gets all of the above, which I think is more mainstream than non-mainstream. What I mean by that is that people who know about targeting, who know enough to know what the program's about and how it, in, it incorporates certain things, they might feel like universally it's a program that everyone who gets put in it, the same exact thing happens to each and every one of the persons, which is not the case. At least from what I've been able to deduce through my experiences and talking to other TIs, personal experiences. Like, for example, you know, I recall a TI, another female TI from the States, when I, when I spoke to her, she told me that she wasn't hit with any directed energy weapon attacks as far as she knew. I asked her, I, I named certain situations, certain symptoms, certain, you know, ailments that you could tell whether they were using them on certain, you know, ways. I, I asked her to touch, smell, sight, sound. In other words, were her eyes burning? Did she get blurry vision sometimes? Did she hear things that like sounded like high-pitched sounds, like tinnitus? Did she touch, you know, her skin and did it feel kind of weird? Did she feel like little creatures were crawling up her back inside of her skin? You know, that sort of thing. You know, these, these like, energy pricks that, that feel like needle pricks in your toe that feel like, you know, some weird stabbing that's almost electrical in nature. From what I found out, those are starting points where you could, feel them starting to try to use the technology on you to get into you and to, to start um, using, I guess it's the remote influencing or something to that effect. It could be, I could be wrong and it could be something else, you know what I'm saying? But in my experience... On, on that thing I was reading, it was saying it could do that. It was saying they were going oh. to use it as a, like a safety. If, if someone was making a mistake, it said they could take over, basically, with oh. technology. Okay. There you have it. See? I didn't know that. I didn't hear that part, you know? I didn't hear it, so there it is. So, you know, I mean, like I said, man, you know, the three experiences that I have put on the record, you know, I didn't make those up again. I didn't, oh, you no. know, come up. No, no, not you, not you. I'm putting it out there right. for, on the record for people. I know you know, Nike. I know you and I, we speak off the record, you know, every weekend almost since we've uh, been speaking and shit, and, and we've gone into deep uh, conversations about a variety of topics, man, Those, that one being one of them, and um, we both shared things, but this is for on the record and for other people who happen to hear this podcast and hear the three scenarios that I was in, that I lived through, and that I can tell you that I, at the moment that these things were happening in real time, I had, yo, I thought I was in control of my, like, I'm the one that was, you know what I'm saying? Like, I felt like, nah, I chose to do that. No, I didn't. The 
power of the influencing of that technology is that strong that it could convince you that you thought about doing that shit because it's your own thought. You know how, okay, best way I could give the example, I believe it's kind of like what, even though he's a freaking disinfo agent motherfucker and he's a piece of shit too, uh, Dr. John, no, no, not uh, Dr. Robert Duncan, him one of the creators of the uh, technology. He came out with a book called Guinea Pigs. I, think. I, don't, I don't know if it was him or if it was Dr. John. I think John Hall did Guinea Pigs. Um, this guy did, I forgot the book he did, but it's a, a famous book in the TI community. And um, I don't know if it's satellite ter- terrorism or some other shit, how to tame the beast within, some shit like that. Um, anyway, Robert Duncan, CIA creator, helper of the creator of this technology, okay, who claimed to not know that they were going to use it for bad. Yeah, fucking right. You know what I'm saying? Um, the powers that be and all this other shit, they, they, they supposedly lied to him and jerked him into believing it was for something else. And Yeah, okay. Anyway, he said, and this part I do believe because I've experienced it, um, he said that picture the voice in your head which is your own voice that you use when you're reading a book. That is the same voice that they'll use to mimic in your mind certain things or key phrases or key comments or phrase or whatever it is that they're trying to, to put across you to do, to manipulate you into doing. It would be your own voice. What perfect or better thing to use than your own voice when you know it was my thought because I remember I thought it about it and I said it to, you know, to myself inside of my head. Remember, the same voice that you use to read a book in your head, when you're in silence, and like let's say you're somewhere where you can't speak out loud like a library, you know how when you're reading a book and you use your own voice in your head, that's the same exact voice they use, your own voice in your head and that would make you think who wouldn't believe that that's <laughs> you're like oh but that was me you know what I'm saying? Like, I thought about who you gonna blame who you gonna know I wasn't that person you can, you're gonna look fucking insane but that's the purpose that's the point that's the that's where the method to the madness starts going from Okay, crazy, insane to, oh, shit, I can see this being plausible now. I can see it being feasible with the technology. Once you're educated on how it works, once you're educated on that it exists, once you know how more or less they go about using it and the symptoms behind it, then you're like, oh, shit. Then you start looking at events in the world, these tragedies that have happened and how these people, certain people would say, I heard voices before this happened. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand how people don't have the fucking, I, I get upset, and, and you know, night, I get upset because I don't understand how people don't realize, man. All they got to do is just, Joe, take the time, sit down, look for the shit, man. You got, most people got cell phones nowadays, and they got internet access. You got shit at your fingertips that you can research. All right, I understand if you don't want to go into territory or, or trot through territories where you're like, yo, I don't want the government after me, man. I don't want, okay, 
I respect that. You don't want to be fucked with in that aspect because you can be put on a watch list behind that. There is an element of truth to that. That's not a bullshit. In fact, I know that to be one of the reasons why they also fuck with me too. Not that I give a fuck, but you know what I'm saying? This is what it is. Right. The way I see it, the way I see it, I'm already a TI and I'm a die TI anyway. So what, I don't, what, what could they do to me now that they have, you know what I'm saying? Unless kill me, just kill me then. I'm not afraid of death anymore. I used to be. You know, I'm not. You know? Oh, yeah, I mean, it's like people get the act like uh, it's okay if it isn't happening to me, but this technology, where the test subjects, this is not just going to be used on us in the future. This is going to be used on a big scale, I believe. Exactly. Please, please expound on that a little more. Like, please break it down more, because you, you just went into a realm that I want people to really hear what you got to say right now, man. This technology is it's like, you know, we're just being subjected to it at the moment, but In other, in other words, in other words, Nate, what are you saying? Like, like, break it down in layman's terms for uh, for people who don't get it, global like for people who are asleep. Basic global mind control. Okay. I get Basically, global. that's what it. Go ahead. Yeah, global mind control, where everyone will be, uh, where your thoughts and your actions will be policed like a computer. It's uh, software for viruses. Police, whereas if you have a thought they don't like, then, like in 1984, literally the thought police, that's what these people want, I think. Where you think something wrong and they'll be like, okay, you know, I'll be thinking that, you know what I mean? They'll probably come to your door and say, we, we know you've been thinking about this and that, you know what I mean? The danger right. of what we're heading for. Where there's literally no privacy, your own thoughts can be police. Well, I think they want the government powers that be. I think they want that, but they won't want their own thoughts police. No, night. That's, that's everything yeah. I'm against. I'm against it all. That. I don't. I don't want to live in a world like that. Where. Right. You know, privacy and I don't care if they say oh well you know it's to stop terrorists but what's the point it's like if you're if you can't live a life with any privacy at all even your own thoughts then what life do we have you know what I mean if you privacy is so important it's like you might as well go out there naked you might as well have a shit in front of everyone you might as well have sex in front of everyone on your street you know, people act like privacy doesn't matter. It's like, okay, then if privacy doesn't matter, next time you have sex with your wife, why don't you do it in front of everyone on the street? You know what I mean? Word. Yeah. Like, privacy does matter. I mean, obviously, privacy matters to Mark Zuckerberg, who happens to be the CEO of Facebook, who I know was groomed by the CIA to become that supposed CEO for Facebook. But what I'm saying is, even him, who 
who was on the hot seat for having a lot of people who are, you know, connected with Facebook through using it for whatever reasons, whether it's social or, you know, for work, business, or whatever, or both, or all of the above, okay? A lot of people got their data breached. He he was on the hot seat, supposedly, for this, and he was telling people how he was sorry and all this stuff. But if you look at, honestly, if you were to look at what he did on a picture in his computer with a camera lens, we were talking about earlier, that I cover it, and some a, a lot of TI that know about what time it is with that, that they cover that lens too. You'll notice that in the picture, he has his camera lens on his own laptop covered. Now, what the fuck does he know that he covered the lens himself on his own computer? What privacy is he trying to keep? Is he really protecting his privacy because he knows what's going on? Because I guarantee you that for him to put a piece of uh, tape, whether it was black tape, electrical tape, I don't know what it was, but he definitely covered his lens on his computer laptop in the picture. You could see it clearly. So for a person that likes to break into people's privacy or, or gather people's uh, your information voluntarily and who was quoted in the media clearly stating how most people are dumb fucks. They trust me with all types of information. You know, so this is his own words. Yet this same person covers his lens, his own laptop lens with tape. What does he know? What, does he, what, what do you interpret with that? What does the mass public interpret by that? You know, um, with that being said, as far as what we touched up last, which was the whole thing about privacy and everything like that, and thought uh, control and all that, thought police. Knight, what would you say to someone who wasn't aware of the TI program, didn't believe it either, and was like a skeptic and would come out and question you and be like, dude, there is no such thing as thought police. There is no, what do you think, Minority Report is real? That's a freaking movie, man. You, you've been watching one too many of those. You know? What would be your response, for example, to the average Joe button blow type that's pretty much asleep and has their gadgets like their iPods, their iPhones, their iPads, you know, their flat screen TVs, HD, you know, uh, they have everything that you can say is high tech and they're living in society according to how they've been living and maintaining themselves and watching pretty much the same dumbed down shows that we've watched at some point in our lives too, but we stopped because we realized, you know, the scenario for what it was, but they're still stuck in that matrix. What would be your response to that person? Well, it's funny you say that because I had a YouTube comment 
on a video I posted on where this guy was basically saying, you know, love BS, you know, show me some proof. So I, I just sent, you know, the blueprint, you know, the patent of what I read tonight and a few others to this guy. I didn't get, a, I was getting abusive responses and stuff, like mocking, and then, like, he was basically saying, I'm uninformed, I said, you're uninformed, and I just said to him, no, you're uninformed, look at this, you know, and he sent me a comment back saying, oh, this looks like MRI, so I said, no, look closer, look at what it can do, it can read people, it's a remote neural interface, it can, that, the remote part means it's not like an MRI, it can read clearly explain it to me, and guess what, doesn't reply again, you know what I mean, because I guess he, he knows now that this stuff is real, I think it shocked him, he thought, you know, maybe, maybe you know, it could make a fool out of me, because of the stereotype of the PIs is that we're all crazy, we're all kind of wearing tinfoil on our heads, and paranoid, and then, you know, we see things that aren't there, and all this stuff. Real TIs are intelligent, logical people. I, I don't run my uh, everything I talk about on these calls is backed up by reason, logic, and facts. If I can find it, you know what I mean. Sometimes you can't find facts, but you know even if if it's not, it's backed up by logic. And all this technology is real. It exists. The remote neural monitoring, the blue wall radar. Silent sound spread spectrum, the um, another thing that I can't remember, it, but you know, all, all this technology that people are claiming to be experience, you know, being hit with the directed energy weapons, that's what you have to say. You know, all this technology that people are claiming is being used on them exists, it exists, there's patents for it that have been in existence. This patents from the 1970s. There's no way anyone can say this technology doesn't exist. So when it just gets me when people go to someone and say, you know, I'm a, I think I'm, this is being used on me. They just say you're crazy. You know, they say you're crazy. It's all in your head. This had never happened. Why would the government do this? So many people have said to me, you know, why are you what's so special about you? They wouldn't do this to you. You know what I mean? But when you look at MK Ultra, the government specifically chose people they thought couldn't fight back to experiment on. Specifically chose people they thought could not fight, you know, or didn't have the money to fight. They they went for the kind of people on the edge of society or the kind of undesirables. That's what they did, you know, because they knew that no one would believe them and that they didn't have any power or money to fight back. Yep, absolutely. Um, I couldn't have said it better myself, man. You broke it down basically how it was supposed to be dropped, man. You dropped some jewels right there because uh, within what you were saying is the reality of where we are today, here and now with society, not just here in the U.S., in the U.K. too, because you're out there in the U.K. I'm in oh, here my. in the U.S., so, yeah, you know, um, unfortunately, when it comes down to these types of things, 
one of the things that goes against us right away is the fact that most people are disinformed, misinformed, and, you know, malinformed, you know what I'm saying, um, through propaganda, psychologically, through movies, through education, through all of this stuff that we think is making you more intelligent is actually keeping you dumbed down at a certain level so you don't ask too many questions. You know what I'm saying? And so you don't – all these things that I mentioned earlier about the iPads, iPhones, and these movies and CGI and, you know, these graphics and the computers and the games, and the, which I'm a part of being guilty of enjoying all that stuff too. I'm no saint to saying that I don't go into that world and enjoy all that. I do. But I also go back and I take time to research and I take time to educate myself on things that most people aren't privy to know. What I mean by that is that I tend to gravitate towards things that people aren't really, like, like the stuff that I go after is stuff that is hidden. You could say is a cult history, hidden history, shit that the average person will be like, what the heck are you talking about? What the fuck is that? Who's that? You know what I'm saying? You know, that's the type of shit that I like to try to find out about and, you know, get put up on and then pass it on. You know what I'm saying? Um, I would say that what you were naming in regards to how you felt like you had to break down to this person that you were trying to educate, like you were misinformed. I agree. You told them the right word. And I would also add that he was disinformed as well because a lot of the stuff that most people who either go against this and fight it right away and are against it from the beginning without even giving you the time to explain yourself and, and give you a moment of, you know, like, okay, look, let me prove it to you. Let me show you something. Let me give you this information to back up what I'm telling you so that way you could go and research it yourself. Don't take my word for it, but you can research it for yourself. But give me a chance to, you know, get No, 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 no. Because it's crazy talk, it's tinfoil people talk. I know what you're talking about. I've heard of people like you, your conspiracy theory. You know, when, when you come across a person like that, you got to understand that that person has been disinformed and put on a, on a level where they don't, they've already tuned you out. Before you came and said what you said, they may have been listening to you. Once you started bringing that up, they've been entrained their brain their mind has been entrained to think a certain way once they hear certain key words and phrases kind of like being mind controlled in a way they're they're already their brain shuts up down they, they've already looked at you like you're nuts because they've been entrained to look at you that way because of society and how how they notice how certain people that do speak up against the grain or against the powers that be, are looked down upon and are, you know, you look at the guy, the, the young man in the college who was exposing, what was his name, the Senator Kerry, and how he said, wasn't it true that you were a member of Skull and Bones, the Yale Secret Society, before you became senator? And isn't it true that you're cousins with George Bush Jr.? How could you guys be going against each other? But you, got, you know what I'm saying? Like he was saying a lot of truth. What happened to that? 
They were tasering him, B. Don't you taser me, bro. Yo, they were tasering him, man. And, and everybody was witnessing that shit in the auditorium. Did anybody get up and help that nigga? Oh, my God. You didn't hear about that? No, I mean, because I'm in the U.K., so. Oh, okay, okay. Well, yeah, that's true. You are in the U.K. All right. Um, Let me try to remember. All right. I don't remember the year, man, so don't quote me on the year. I'm assuming it must have been 2000, maybe 2009 or 10. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to send you the video because I have the videos, the actual footage on one of my playlists, and I'm going to send them to you. It's um, Senator Kerry who was also rumored to be, but I don't think it's a rumor, I believe it's true, uh, cousins with George Bush Jr. And um, he was a member of the Secret Society of Yale, Skull and Bones, very famous secret society. They're tied to the creation of the CIA here in America. Uh, you know, this kid, this... this uh, college kid at that campus happened to have Senator Kerry come to his college campus in the auditorium and they were, you know, questioning, like, they they put people, like, whoever wanted to ask Senator Kerry questions, you may do so, but they didn't, I guess they didn't expect this kid to <laughs> come out with questions like that. They thought he was going to say, what do you plan on do, to do for the economy here? You know, that, that sort of question, I guess they assumed that he was going to you ask him. My man, they, yo, that shit went viral. I'm surprised, that's what I'm saying. I'm surprised you didn't hear. Yo, this kid was like, ah. And, and then you hear Senator Kerry talking in the background while they're tasering him. Blah, 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 blah. Ah. You hear this guy yelling, like, because of the shocks from the electricity bolts is going into his, his body. And then you, one of the famous, one of the famous things of that guy's quote is, "Don't you, you don't you taser me, man." You know what I'm saying? And Dave Chappelle made a joke out of it, but he, I saw what he did. Dave Chappelle was he's a smart comic. A lot of these comedians are intelligent. They'll use comedy to bring out the truth. So you gotta listen out for people like that. Dave Chappelle did that when he was still awoke. Because now I believe he's not even the same person. I think he's possibly cloned. But, uh, you know, that particular situation went viral, man. And uh, his father, I believe, and his mother decided to sue the school, the college behind that, and the city, too, because, you know, they... In court. They, they involved, I believe, the police and they involved the security that was there in the school campus. Yo, my man, all this kid did was ask him, I mean, the questions he asked him were like, you know, homeway, you're asking this guy if he was a member of Skull and Bones, you're asking him, you know, shit that you're not really supposed to ask him in public like that. These, these are questions that are very dangerous to ask people who are part of these shits in the in real life, you know what I'm saying? Because they're not supposed to answer these questions. They know the penalty, them themselves being members of these, they're supposed to deny the existence of that shit. They're supposed, because the minute that they let loose any real secrets from that, they could get killed. 
and they know that shit already. So, you know, for this kid to do that, that shit was bugged out. And to me, I was like, whoa, you know, my hat's off to this kid for doing that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if that was a psyop too, possibly, that they used this kid to, to show the world or the public what happens when you question, you know, authority in that way in public, what could happen to you. Or if it was an actual real situation that that happened, because you know how it is, man, with this fake they news. And... They wanted him out of the thing before people started asking questions. You know what I mean? People going, "What's the skull and bones?" and all that. Mm. I don't know, and man. I just know. Just panicked and just wanted him out as quick as they could. It's possible. I'll tell you this much: um, he was married to. The woman he's married to, her last name is Hines, and I found out that they are the same Hines that own Hines Ketchup. You know about Hines, right? H-E-I-N-Z? Yeah. So these people are rich people. or you know, They're wealthy people already, and these are the people that are representing you and I. They said, you know, really? You believe these people? You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I question certain things about people believing everything that they get put in front of them just because they have a suit and tie on. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, that's, that's going kind of um, further into what I'm saying, but, you know, going back to the thing with, with Senator Kerry and that video, that was something that went viral, dude, and I, I'm going to say something in regards to that. I believe that when that happened, a lot of people that were already asleep, right? They decided whoever whoever may have had the notion of waking up during that time was put rapidly back to sleep again by showing them that video. What I mean by that is that if someone who just happened to be in the verge of or on the verge of waking up or wanting to know the truth and, and possibly wanting to start questioning things, right? They were still half asleep, half awake. That video made them scared to not want to question that shit ever again and to stay asleep so they can live their life. So I can see how that could have been a psyop at the same time to keep people asleep purposely. Yeah. You know? Yo, man, I'm, I'm probably going to head off now yeah, man. Uh, yo, again, awesome show. Thanks uh, for the opportunity, man. It's going to be 9 p.m. here, so I'm assuming it's like, what, 2? Uh, yeah, basically 5 to 2 nearly. Damn. Yeah, man. You already know, man. Have a, a good week up ahead and great show. Thanks uh, again for uh, this platform, man, and, and sleep well. We'll talk hopefully again this upcoming weekend soon. I'm going to send you all that stuff now before I forget. You heard? Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right. All right, man. Stay up. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you 
with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.